Hey guys, it's your boy Mark. This is episode four of our gorgeous Magnify Festival podcast series. I'm pew, here pew, with pew, pew, my pew, pew. gorgeous partner, Rizelle, and we are here on the Western. Um, so if you haven't listened to the first three episodes, please jump in, listen back. Um, you know, we talk a lot about our creative process, our fears, our concerns, our assumptions, um, and just, you know, give a little behind the scenes snippet of, of what this process looked like and what this development looked like and what this project was like for us in COVID and in exploring some really heavy topics. Um, and now I think, so our next steps for us is we are presenting our piece or presenting extracts of our potential piece. So our next steps um, is to share extracts of our potential piece at a showcase and where other Magnify artists will be sharing their art as well. Um, and we're between the two of us, we've each created an extract um, which we will read out and act out and, and present and show. Um, and we're going to share that with you today. And it's going to be recorded live at... Um, Oh, it's going to be recorded live. It's live on Zoom. Um, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, Before we get into yeah. that, because it's going to be two extracts by us. Mm. Do you want to give like a bit of like broad context of what each of the extracts are going to be about? And for those of you who aren't really familiar with play readings. So like, you know, what's going to happen is that we're going to read our play like a live read. Mm act it out as best as we can but it's not going to be a full-on play so for i guess in this po podcast form it'll sound like a radio play it really will hey. to to y'all so i hope it'll make sense and y'all will understand and enjoy it yeah. but maybe yeah so we'll have you know characters played by us mm -hmm. and um yeah so you want to i guess talk about what your extract is gonna i guess be about or not be about but like the lead up to it sure so you know to remind you guys of, of the storyline or, or the synopsis that we've settled on essentially uh, a brother and sister duo um, discover that their Filipino mom is missing and so they are sent all around Blacktown on this wild goose chase to find her um, and my particular extract um, is is towards the end of the play mm -hmm. um, and probably around the climax probably around the climax and it, it's truly just a moment where um, you know and Hell and Ariel have exhausted all of their resources um, in finding and locating their mom and tensions build because of it you know you know, sibling hatred comes out in its in its most archetypal form, and we're yelling at each other and saying obscene things to each other, but um, and hurting each other and hurting physically each other. and verbally. <laughs> and if that ain't a sibling relationship, I don't know what is. Um, so that's my extract. Um, Rizal, tell us a little bit about yours. So mine will be probably more towards the maybe beginning of the play. Um, before, well before probably the halfway point, I think we haven't, Mark and I haven't really planned out what this play is going to be, but we already have an idea, have in, an our, idea. in our mutual brain together <laughs> that we share, um, of what, you know, the course of this play might go, but my extract is pretty much, so as the synopsis says, we're on this kind of like hunt, well, you know, like Nancy Drew's kind of like <laughs> yeah. sleuthing, yes. trying to find where our mom disappeared to. Um, our characters, I keep saying us, <laughs> but like, yeah, our char um, uh, the mom character disappeared too. So Ariel and Angel um, visit 
a number of places around Blacktown of where their mom could be to find her. And one of them is at the haircut haircut arcade mm. in Blacktown where all those like, I mean, I'm not basing on any specific haircut place because I don't want to be sued, <laughs> but just a general like haircut salon owned by Atita, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they, you know, it's, you know, it's their mom's regular hangout, you know, the regular like Tambaya, um, what is it? Tambaya and like, you know, places where Filipinos just like to spend, waste their time and spend and hang out. Not waste. I don't want to say waste. Mm-hmm. So Filipinos hang out and like, catch up with each other and so like they go to the haircut arcade in blacktown you know hoping to get some clues mm. or find out where their mom you know might be might be follow her tracks at least you know yeah. as good detectives that we are <laughs> and so also i just want to mention that our genre is kind of like comedy slash drama slash maybe thriller i don't know mm. we're just gonna play around hey we really we really that was such a big part of our extracts and of this overall story we really wanted to tap into that because that is quintessential filipino that is just like overreacting to everything everything being super dramatic i mean not you know some some things need that reaction but some things don't <laughs> Um, yeah, so like in my extract, I play with a lot of the OA-ness. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then so I guess Ariel and Angel go to this hair salon because they know that their mom goes there a lot and maybe whoever's there will have some clues as to where Agnes, their mom, may be. Mm. And they find out more things about their mom that they didn't expect and just adds more worry in their search. So hopefully it'll be like, I hope you enjoy our extracts and have uh, like, I hope it's funny. I hope you get get the jokes. We've put a lot of effort into our jokes and we wanted to make sure that it was something close to home for anyone who's watching. Um, Yeah. We hope you enjoy the extracts. It's okay. The haircut arcade. Ma's probably at the 24 hour Kmart. She's always there when she's in a mood. She's not. I already went there. I checked like every hour yesterday. Besides, she's such a regular there. Someone in the staff said they'll text me if they see her. Ariel sees the shop sign and suddenly stops in her tracks. Wait, you didn't say we were going here. Yeah, mom is here all the time. Someone would have seen her. Does she still work there? Who? That Tita who runs the salon. Did the meanie? Yeah, her. I hate her. Babes, that was like 20 years ago. Get over it. Don't tell me to get over it. It'll be fine. Come on. No, you go in. I'll wait outside. She probably won't remember anyway. Plus, we're here for two reasons. I need to get a haircut. I've been getting too many comments about my halo, so it needs to get fixed ASAP. The mini has finally mastered the fade, and she charges half the cost that the lip barbers do. She's getting really good, you know. Why can't you talk to her? Hey, I need to focus while she cuts my hair. Don't you mean she needs to focus? Hairdressers are known for their multitasking. So, here's the plan. I get my hair cut and you question her. Did the mini and mom are really close? She'll be too busy to even make up anything if she's hiding something for her. Get in. Oh, fine. Ugh, I'm so good with all this Nancy Drew stuff. Somebody hire me. Angel and Ariel enter the hair salon. Hey, Ate, can you film me getting a haircut from Didami? No. Fine. Softy mode it is. Hi, Dita. Angel, long time no see. Ang haba na ng buhok mo. Mano po, kita. 
Ay, wag. I'm not that old. Sorry, habit. Ang bait mo naman. Dapat may paggalang sa matatanda. Pero sa akin, mas gusto ko ang beso-beso na lang. Tita Minnie gives Angel a light air kiss on both cheeks. Tita Minnie feels Angel's shoulders. Binatang-binata na si Angel. May girlfriend ka na ba? I'm still looking, Tita. Don't lie to me. Baka playboy ka, ha? Oh my God, I thought everyone knew you. Angel gives Ariel a stern look, cutting her off. Sino to? You remember my ate, at Ariel. Ariel returns a look back at Angel. Ah, uh, hi, Pop. Ariel offers her hand for a handshake, but Tita Minnie goes for a big hug. Angel, yes. I haven't seen you since you were this small. When was the last time you were here? I can't remember. I always wonder why I only saw Ness and Angel and not you. I was really busy. Wow. <laughs> ah, busy with your studies? Good girl. Your mom said you live in the city now. Have a good job. Good girl. Yes. You have time to cut my hair? Of course. You came at a good time. Kabubukas ko lang. Sit, sit. Angel sits on one of the salon chairs in front of a full-length mirror. Tita Minnie prepares Angel for his haircut. Angel takes out his mobile phone. Tita, do you mind? For your social media? No problem. Promote mo yung salon ko, ha? For sure, Tita. Angel opens Instagram and turns on selfie mode. He takes a moment to prepare himself. Then he presses the record button. He's live. Hi, my angels. It's your guardian angel, Angel. I know you guys have been begging me to do something about this halo. So here we are. I'm here at the salon with my Tita Mimi. Hi, mga angels. Tita does the best fades in Blacktown. So before we begin, let's take a before shot and see what we're working with. Tita, can you film me? Angel hands his mobile to Tita Mini and she holds it out to film him. Angel slowly spins to do a 360 in the salon chair, then takes the mobile back. Okay, so you've seen me as a fallen angel, but the next time you see me, I'll be back as an archangel. Stay Angelico, peace. Angel stops the live stream. Do you have to document everything, even yeah. a haircut? Yeah, my angels are invested in my life. Your angels? You sound like if a preacher and a TikTok influencer had a baby. Are you evangelizing or something? When was the last time you went to church? Can you do a skin fade around the sides, but keep it fairly long at the top? I want volume. Volume. No problem. Tita Mini gets to work, humming along to the shitty salon music. The music and the buzz of the electric hair clipper becomes more prominent in the awkward silence. Angel is staring intently at Ariel via the mirror in front of him. He makes exaggerated facial expressions to get Ariel to make her move. So, Ariel, what is your job in the city? I work for an international conglomerate. You wouldn't know the name. Wow, huh? So confidential. Your mom is so proud of you. She always talks about you when she's here. She said you were top of your class at uni and then got headhunted by a big company. 
You must have a good salary. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Do you have a boyfriend? What? You've got a good job. You've got money. You live in the city. For your age, it's a good time to settle down and have kids. You're the same age as my daughter. Do you remember, Margaret? Ariel lets out a sigh. <sighs> She's got three kids now. Her husband is Australian and an engineer. They have a nice two-story in Riverstone. Big, big house. Kasi, her husband is an engineer. Margaret finished law, just like you. But she's now a stay-at-home mom. She's a very good mom to my apo. Hi. There's a lot of engineers in the city. You could easily find a good husband. Mm, I'm not in the market for a partner at the moment. Enjoying the single life, I see. Of course, while you're young, you do what you want. Enjoy the freedom before you have kids. And also, when you're single, you have time to focus on yourself. But don't wait too long. Your clock is ticking. Yes, I'm focusing on myself. Oh, that's good. If you've got a good salary, maybe spend it on a personal trainer or dietitian to help you with the focusing. It's good to keep a good figure. You never know when Mr. Wright will come along. You want to be ready, Diba? No, no, no diet. I'm quite happy with my body. I'm quite happy with my life. Thank you. Uh, it's all about that body positivity now. Not everyone wants to be as skinny as Anne Cortez these days. Or as white. It's a mini pauses from the haircut to have a good look at Ariel. Mm, okay, well... You know, when I'm done with Angel, I can fix your hair. I can give you a good style so your face doesn't look too round. The Usu now is the slim, V-shaped face like they do in Korea, you know? No, thanks. I'm good. Oh, I remember now. Remember what? Do you remember the last time you were here? No. Yes. The last time you were here was a momentous moment. Hmm, a momentous moment, Tita. Tita Mini returns to the haircut. Ariel gives the finger to Angel. I don't think you were there, Angel. It was just Ariel and Ness. Oh, I remember now. I heard about it afterwards. I just finished cutting Ariel's hair. And when I took off the cape, I saw... Shut up! Can we talk about something else I'd like to forget? Don't worry. It was just between us. No, it wasn't because a few hours later, the whole of Blacktown knew thanks to you. I didn't tell anyone. Yes, you did. Your mom was proud that you finally became a woman. I was proud too. Oh, so you told the rest of the titas. It's just a bit of chismes among us friends. Harmless. Plus, getting your regular for the first time is a milestone. We have to celebrate. Well, it wasn't a celebration for me. It was horrible. Everyone in the Filipino community knowing intimate details about my private parts? That's invasive. Everyone at school knew the next day because their moms told them. It's part of life. It's a part of being a woman. A woman? I was eight! 
And and you know what made it even worse? When mom went out to get me pads, you made me take off my underwear and wash my face with it right here in the salon. Ariel walks over to the shampoo chair with a wash basin across from where Angel is sitting. Right here! Hi, I'm not Kadiri, you know. I made you wash your pansy clean first before you wipe it on your face. That's the tradition. It's so you won't get pimples. You're welcome, huh? Well, it didn't work because I got really bad adult acne. Maybe that's what caused it. Baka! Hereditary! Angel mouths I'm sorry to Ariel through his reflection on the mirror. Oh my god. Angel, is your haircut finished? You're just like your mom. So hot-tempered. As if? I was only trying to make you smile. And you get angry all of a sudden. What was mom angry about? I don't know. Don't you joke lang ako. Nagalit siya. Speaking of mom, when was the last time you saw her? I haven't seen your mom in two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Why are you surprised? Have you not seen your mom? Yes. Uh, yes, we have. She, um, she just left her phone at home and I, I came to visit today and, and she wasn't there. And Angel uh, I was... I was at a friend's place all week, so... You were? Yeah, during the week, Mama and I are so busy, we just keep meeting each other, you know? Oh, wait, so Mama is okay with you staying over at a friend's house. You weren't home all week? Oh, you're just like my bunso, Marlon. Always out of the house, never at home. It's like I live with a border. Hi, nako. Wow, I had to move out to go on sleepovers. Yeah, so anyway, Jeez. yeah, so we're just trying to get our phone back to her because, you know, everyone needs their phone. Doesn't mom usually come here every week? Yeah, she's supposed to. What do you mean? For the Paluwagan. Two weeks ago was her week to collect the funds. She hasn't made a payment since. H- how much does she owe you? I ran to Paluwagan Pools and she wanted to be in the high savings, one that I just started. The weekly payments for that one is uh, $200 a week. So it's been two weeks. She owes me $400. And since her kids are here, you can pay me on her behalf. $400? Yes, cash only. There's an ATM around the corner if you need to withdraw. I've been trying to call your mom every day this week, and she hasn't been answering. It, it's okay that when we get her phone back to her, we'll, we'll get her to give you a call as soon as she can. Uh, yeah, no, she's been avoiding me for too long. I covered her payments for the last two weeks. She had, was, I was the first to collect in a cycle, and now... She's late to pay. The grace period is over. She has to pay it all back now. Pay it all back? Yes. I don't know when I will see her next. Since you both here, you can pay it all. Um, How much is all? Dita Mini takes a moment to make a calculation in her head. 20 people in the pool. So that's $4,000. $4,000? She took $4,000. Tita, 
Is is there a contract for this Paluagan? Like, uh, how do you know mom owes you $4,000? D- did she sign anything? I know, sign. This is not a bank. Everyone gives me their share in cash. Everyone trusts each other. This is how we do it in the Philippines. Basta alam niya, I gave her all the cash. With all due respect, Dita, this Paluagan thing sounds kind of dodgy. No one should be handing that, handling that much money without any T's and C's. I have to answer it to other people because Ness has disappeared. Someone in your family has to pay me. She hasn't disappeared. We'll find her and mom will pay you back. Until you find her, I want collateral. Excuse me? Yeah, uh, Unfortunately, I, I don't have that much cash in the bank at the moment. I, I, I get paid monthly. You know, big international corporations run that way, you know, and, uh, and all my other money is tied up in, in term deposit accounts. What about your car? What? I saw you arrive in that Mini Cooper. I've always wanted a car like that. Suits me. Mini in a mini. That car is way more than $4,000. Plus, that's my ride home. The train station is just over there. I'm not giving you my car. Are you insane? What? Did you just call me? Dita Mini grabs Angel in a headlock with her arm and with her other hand holds the hair clipper in the middle of Angel's forehead. Forehand. Right on the hairline. If you don't pay me, Are you serious? No, my hair. Get over yourself. Hair grows back. No, you don't get it. My hair is part of my aesthetic. My hair is my halo. I'm going to lose followers and my hair product sponsors. You can get new sponsors, the ones that promote hair growth. Not that this is not a joke. It takes ages for my hair to grow back. Give her the money. I don't have $4,000. You're an influencer. Where's all that influencer cash? Hey, I'm just starting out. At the moment, it's only been free products and AdSense doesn't pay much these days. I thought you were making big dough on this influencer stuff. Hey, I will be. Then, then how have you been able to afford all that tech in your room? Don't tell me you're in credit card debt. I'm not. Then what? Fine. I'm on the dole. But don't out me on socials. It's going to affect my brand. I could have lent you some money. Ugh, as if. You're never around to even talk to. I've been around. I'm always around. Hi, enough. Are you going to pay me or maging panot influencer to? Wait, 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 wait. Ariel's hands are up. It's a hostage situation. She walks looks backwards and bumps into the sink basin. She looks at the basin and then in one swift motion, she grabs the shower head, turns on the hose and blasts water in Dita Mini's direction. Angel, run! Ariel and Angel run out of the salon and travel as far as they can until they're safe. Angel is soaked and is still wearing the hairdressing cape. Angel looks at his reflection in his camera phone his haircut looks terrible. My God, my hair. What about my after reveal? At least you still have most of your hair. You're welcome, by the way. Just go to one of those lead barbers. They'll fix it. But we have to fix it now. I can't go around looking like this. What if I bump into a follower? Fine. And then we go find Mama. What do you, think she re- what do you reckon she's doing with $4,000? I don't know. But with that kind of cash... You can run far away. 
We need to find her before it's too late. End of extract. Woodcraft Woes, Act 2. Tension erupts between Angel and Ariel as they begin to lose hope in their search for Mama. Woodcroft Lake Bench. Angel and Ariel take a breather after their confrontation with Dita Mini. We have no other options. Ari, we have to go to the police. Absolutely not. It hasn't even been 24 hours. We're going to look insane. We don't need their help anyway. We can do this ourselves. We're Malianos. What does that mean exactly? Huh? Ariel leaps to her feet with a raised fist and determination on her face before sinking slowly back into the bench. I... I don't know. I thought I knew everything happening with this family, but I don't. I, I thought I had Mama pegged, you know, from her morning bundesal to her Avon nighttime skincare routine. Next fucking minute... This is all too much, Angel. I know that. But it has to be us. How do you think it's going to make us look? To audience. I was so sure. Every night, without fail, she'd sit in front of her little vanity. She'd warm a pea-sized amount of cream first with her hands and softly pat, pat, pat her face. She was at her most gracious here, even after a rough day at work or a yelling match between the three of us. When I was younger, I would sneak into her room and watch from her bed. Every now and then, she would pat, pat, pat my face too. Maybe that's my secret to looking 16 at 25. You know, I, I never felt more pretty than when she would massage my face. I didn't look good, though. She'd play hide-and-seek with a towel whenever I had my eyes closed. Wait, wait, that's it! Angel ignores his sister and raises his phone to record an Instagram story. Hey, my angels, it's Angel. I'm just playing a game of hide-and-seek with my mom. Have you guys seen her anywhere? Ariel snatches his phone out of his hands, prompting a tussle between the two. What are you doing? Are you insane? We're not supposed to let anyone know, remember? I don't care anymore. Give me my phone. Angel makes a grab for his phone. Ariel shields, Ariel shields Angel's phone from his arm, so he grabs onto her hair. Fuck! Let me go, you fat bitch! Not until you give me back my phone. Angel continues pulling. In an attempt to retaliate, Ariel accidentally hits post on Angel's story. The two ignore the whoosh and continue brawling. What on earth made you think that was a good idea, huh? Ariel sticks two fingers into Angel's side with her free hand. Angel lets go of Ariel's hair with a cry of pain. Oh, what the fuck, Ariel? The two separate as a young couple passes them on a romantic stroll at the lake. Angel takes this chance to calmly take back his phone. The siblings continue muttering insults at each other under their breath. Ugly fucking slut. Dumb piece of shit. Your breath smells. You're adopted. Angel checks his phone once the couple is out of sight. Ha! You posted the story. Thanks, babes. Delete it right now. We get it, Angel. You're a TikTok star. You have thousands of followers. You're an influencer now. But how is any of this helpful? You've been on your phone, your stupid phone, this whole damn time. And where the fuck have you been? Angel's yell catches Ariel by surprise. What do you mean? I've been here all day. I mean, this whole time, where the fuck have you been? 
you fucked up to the city to live your corporate office dreams and left me to look after mama all by myself. Do you know how much that sucked? That's not fair. Do not put that on me. I'm a grown adult. I'm allowed to leave. I'm allowed to have a life. So is mama. So are you. You can live the life you want too. And then what? We never speak to each other again like you have with us? You're always too busy to call or you're in a meeting or out traipsing around with your boyfriend. Even with mom and missing, it took you eight missed calls and ten gone girl emoji texts to realize something was wrong. Are we the worst people in the world? You know, I still haven't told mama about your boyfriend, by the way. You're welcome. A fluffy dog and its owner settles on the park bench next to us. The siblings give them a customer service smile before lowering their voices, but the harsh tones remain. You don't understand. You'll never understand. You love the West. You flourish here. I don't have the same connection you do to Doonside. I wanted to grow and I couldn't do that in our shitty hometown. Maybe I don't want a constant reminder of how shit things were for us growing up. This is your home. Or was your home. And now what? You're better than us, Diba. You're not a Pavo Filipino from Doonside anymore. You're not Ari from the block. You're always going to be that girl, Ariel. It's who you are. Except that instead of running away from it. But we are something to be ashamed of. Think whatever you want, Angel. I've done so much for this family. So much more than you think. I shielded you from all this drama. And now you're guilting me for prioritizing myself? You abandoned us. I didn't. You don't see how cut mama gets when you just don't pick up the phone. I came back to help you. I didn't realize this was going to be a guilt trip. You know, you can have a separate life from us without leaving us in the dark. It's 2021. We don't have to choose anymore. We can hashtag break the cycle and have healthy and complex relationships with our families. My therapist told me that we... Wait, you're going to therapy. Therapy. But your life is perfect. Perfect. What are you talking about? Mama babies you. She always has. You don't even pay rent. Mama cooks and cleans for you. She still does your blabahan. A grown man should be able to do his own fucking laundry. Hey, I do it now. You always look so happy on Instagram. You got your food pics and your puppy selfies and a gazillion friends. Your life is perfect. You don't know a thing, Ariel. Nothing outside of your corporate CBD bubble matters anymore. What else am I supposed to assume, huh? That's all you choose to show people. That's all I see. Whose fault is that? Pick up the phone once in a while. Maybe you'll know. Angel's phone dings. A friend has replied to his story with a selfie in the parking lot of West HQ. Ugh. How is this supposed to help? This dumb bitch. Angel begins to type out a scathingly sassy reply to his friend's candid pic. Wait a minute. You haven't changed, Angel. This is like every time Mama asks you to get something from the fridge whenever we cook together, but you can never find it. Wait, what? Look with your eyes, Angel. What do you think I'm doing? To audience. Ugh, what a bitch. I'm not stupid. Okay, maybe I am a little. But at least I'm doing something. All areas done in this search is winch. We're going nowhere. And hey, I would find the minced garlic jar eventually. To audience. He hasn't changed. One fucking bit. I still have to do everything for him. What's the point of therapy if he's not going to change? <sighs> okay. Deep breaths. Have I been too harsh on him? Nah, someone needs to keep him in check. 
Ariel grabs Angel's phone a second time and zooms in. Ariel points to the corner of his screen with her mouth. There. Look who's in the back. Oh, my God. It's Mama. She's just sitting in her car. What is she doing? Oh, no. The two snap to look at each other. The money. The money. Maybe she's still there? The two leap up from the bench and head back to Angel's Toyota Camry. West HQ is a 15-minute drive away. Ten if there's no cops. Wasn't that parking lot from Rudy Hill RSL? We went there for Mama's 50th. It's the same place. They just rebranded a few years ago. I mean, you would have known if you hadn't. The two open their respective car doors and slide in. They buckle their seatbelts in tense silence. Look, about earlier, I didn't know. Don't worry about it. Let's get Mama. God knows what she's doing there with all that money. End of extract. Yay! Yay! That was great! Oh my god. That was so cute. Oh my god. Hell sounds so hot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, We hope you guys really enjoyed those extracts. You know, those are just a snippet of what may come from this Magnify Festival project. Um, We hope you continue supporting our work. Um, You can find me on Instagram at MarcusMuch. M-A-R-K-U-S-M-U-C-H. Um, please follow Blacktown Arts and Blacktown City Council as well. Where can we find you, Rizal? Um, so I'm on Insta. You can add me at, at underscore Rizal, R-I-Z-C-E-L underscore. Um, like, it's a private account, <laughs> but if I, feel, like, if I look at your account and you add me and you're not a creeper, I'll let you follow me and I'll follow you back. Um, <laughs> I'm not an influencer like Mark. Stop. I'm not there like, yet. I'm hell. Like, I'm <laughs> hell. So, um, but yeah, like, uh, or just, you know, follow me on Facebook, you know, Rizal Gagawana, and there's only the one. And yeah, like... A big shout out to Laura and the Western for platforming this podcast and for putting this together for us. We're so very grateful. Thank you so much. We are not tech savvy people. (laughs) Um, And of course, to our gorgeous editor, Winnie Dunn, and our dramaturge, Claudia Shiriak. Yes. Um, We are so thankful and grateful for you and for, um, for giving us this opportunity. The Um, guidance, like the guidance and the freedom and just... You know, helping us. And shout out to Blacktown Arts Centre um, for just, you know, thinking of us yes. and wanting to work with us yes. because this is such a great opportunity. Like we wouldn't have us had it and this opportunity in any other, like, I don't know. Capacity. Capacity. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really exciting stuff. So please, um, I hope, like if you have any feedback yeah. about our extract, please like, um, you know, comment. Shoot us a line. Shoot us a line. <laughs> We'd love to know what you think. Yes. What you want to see. Yes. What you think about the characters. Mm. If you relate to anything. We'd love it. Just send us feedback. Yeah. No, there's no bad feedback. Um, and it's all part of our learning process because mm-hmm. we want to make great work that speaks to y'all. And yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.